0: <laughs> nearly on time not quite not quite Afternoon, fashionably be late <laughs> or unfashionably
1: late <laughs> as the case may be welcome to our pre-match press conference to preview our fixture against Wolves and we'll start off with Vinny from Sky uh, Sean just to start with team news Vitaly Nikolenko is he fit will he be available
0: uh, I doubt he'll be right for this one he's got a chance for the next one
1: it's uh risk and reward scenario and he hasn't trained so therefore I doubt he'll make this one What thoughts then do you have this week on how to cope without him? Could Dwight McNeil fill in at left back? Did you switch yeah, we, back we look at, yeah we'll
0: look at changes of uh, shape as well as a change of personnel um, and find a, the best way possible, obviously we're, we're, we've lost our full backs unfortunately um, but like I say Mico's close but it's just whether you know we take a gamble on that
1: with only one to go of course And did Dominic Calvert-Lewin avoid any damage to his groin last weekend?
0: Hopefully, he's had a few down days um, and it's looking more promising. So, uh, yeah, he'll be with us again tomorrow. You will be in the squad? Yeah, well, he'll be with us training tomorrow, obviously,
1: with two days previous. So, But he's come through the, the last couple of days well. Obviously, when you look back at the City game, do you take that in isolation and reflect on the positives that, that there were, particularly in the first half hour against City, but also as well looking back at the games and the performances against Leicester and against Brighton? Yeah, I think the continuation of the performance level, I mean, it was one of them strange
0: games, although don't get me wrong, uh, City have just shown again last night up there, their prowess, um, I think it's one of them strange, you know, even people talk about the XG of games and all that, I think we were way in advance of theirs, which suggests we at least had a threat, now on the day they're too strong, they're too bad, they find key moments because they're a top, top side, and I said that afterwards. But I don't think it reflected on the, uh, the feel of the form of us. You know, I think Leicester was a good performance. Brighton was obviously a very good performance. But I thought there was a performance there against the top side in Man City. Um, they're so effective. They find ways of scoring, which they did. Uh, but a lot of that was good even when we changed the shape. So there was a lot of good energy. There was a lot of good belief in trying to get back in the game. Uh, but City were too strong on the, on the day. So, you know, in taking the scoreline away, which of course is kind of a weird thing to do, but the performance level, was ba- the basics were there. Um, you know, the, the the glue that holds a team together, the will and the demand to keep going, to keep pushing to score goals and keep being affected. I was pleased with that against, as I said, an absolutely top side. I think they're proving that again. So do you
1: sense that that City game hasn't taken too much out of the lads? No, I don't think
0: so. I mean, you know, we, we spoke about it afterwards and the main thing for me was the, the belief in the group and now they continue to play and now they continue to go after the game. Um, you know, and that, that resilience, if you like, within a performance, and that's important
1: um, over the next two games, that's for sure. Does it make much difference that you play before Forest, before Leeds, before Leicester this weekend? The win ensures, at the very least, destiny remains in your own hands at the same time. Mm. It puts pressure on others to match you. You could be safe Monday. Yeah, well,
0: it, it, it's the way the fixtures are thrown about, you know, by the, the, by the Premier League. That's the way it goes in the Sky, the TV, you know. It's fair to say, I think there's a balanced view. Uh, Everyone in the Premier League wants the money that comes in from the TV rights. Well, therefore,
1: if they change the schedule, that's the way it goes. You just have to go with it. That's it. At the same time as well, there's also that pressure that if you don't get the win, it gives others another major incentive to be able to go above you. Well, like I say, you can look at it either way. You know, you can dress it up. up. I've been on either side of it. Um, Last
0: club, this club, you know, when you feel that uh, the, the game is the right day, the wrong day, That's just the way it goes. At the end of the day, the schedule's what it is.
1: You have to deal with it. So how dangerous is an opponent opponent like Wolves, particularly as they've obviously secured safety now and don't have that much to play for, but at the same time they can play a relaxed kind of brand. They don't have that pressure on them. Yeah, I mean, so. look,
0: you never know. Of course, the complexities of the, the beginning and the end of the season, if you notice, there's, there's often odd results and strange results where one end of the season, the beginning end, people are finding their way back into it after a break. And then the other end is, like you said, there's some anomalies about the mentality. We you know the the same rule applies you know we, we can't overthink them they've they've got their own reasons for doing whatever they do whatever they choose to do whether they're relaxed whether they're not relaxed and all that kind of business but we can't guarantee that all we can do is remind the players they're a good side um, they've done well under a change of manager overall over the season you know they they have conceded goals they've scored some goals you know they they've found their way to get to the points they're on so uh, we always make the players aware of the opposition Um, they should know a lot about these these oppositions now anyway in the Premier League but we always make them well aware and and yet again we've got to continue the the way that we're going about it because it's been as I said I think the form and the feel of the group has been good in the the last three games and I think that's important going into the next two Um, but the next one being the most important which is Wolves of
1: course And just aside from the football, Sean, I appreciate, obviously, the the focus is staying in the Premier League, but also there's further reports about investment in the club and and a possible takeover as well. I just wonder how you're being kept up to date and how much you're being kept up to date with what's going on behind the scenes and how it's impacting on on forward planning as well. Yeah, I don't need to be kept up to date with anything at this stage. Uh, Mr Mishiri went out a while ago and said he was looking for further investment.
0: That's the way it is. You know, I don't need to know anything until I need to know it. And at the moment, I don't need
1: to. Thanks for the, we'll go to Fraser, right? um, Just in terms of, of, of after that City game, do you have to do anything in terms of talking to the players to give them any sort of a mental reset at all? After
0: no, because the- I think I think, like I say, I mean, I, you know, with no dis- due respect, to, no disrespect, sorry to Arsenal, who are a fine side and they've proven it this season. But I think deep down, we know the power of City, you know, and what they do. So you can't always reflect on that one performance. You obviously go into it to, to win the game, but it was more about our. Um, keeping our performance level as high as we could. And I thought over the 90-odd minutes, I thought we did. Um, Against a top, top side, they find moments. They find big moments. That's what they do, City. And they've done it again last night. We all saw that. You know, the way they can control games in different ways, the way they can play in different ways. You know, they're a top, top outfit, similar as that. And not only the 11 they put out, you look around at the bench. You know, it never gets any weaker. It's always a strong outfit and they're proving that once again this season. So I think it's a different measure against them sides, and, and not, in a, not in a negative way, remotely. It's just to say, look, these apply all the relevant habits, not just being good players, all the habits, and we've come some way about doing that, and now it's about our habits and taking on the next two games against different opposition, Still tricky opposition, all Premier League games are, um, but it's different. You know, They're not Man City the next two games, and Man City have shown this season how, how powerful they are. And in terms
1: of you said <coughs> that the players still had the right mentality during that game, how do you as a manager go about maintaining that and just kind of forgetting about that that results but reminding that they are capable of great performances like that? Yeah, I mean, I talk park. about
0: it a lot in the sense that it's not parking results with like for no reason. We make sense of it, we speak to the players about it, we show them some clips, we, you know, um, speak to them individually and collectively when needed. But... Um, but I think, you know, at this stage of the season, the, the idea is you make sense, push it to the side because now it needs the next one's the most important one. And I think we've done well uh, with the group on that and we've got to do well again because the next one is the most important one. So that's the focus on Wolves now um, and taking that game on. Can you
1: just pass the mic across
2: to the radio? <laughs> hey, Sean. Hi. After the um, City game, the reaction of the home crowd to sing and clap off, the players they showed they were fully behind them and I just thought the reaction at Goodison from the home crowd was fantastic and maybe quite an unusual situation to see that What has that meant to the players this week what did it mean to them when they came off the pitch
0: well I think there's a, a sort of core respect about the fans here of a team that are given everything to to win a game and when they don't they let them know which is which is fair enough um, but the fans have been terrific ever since I got here I can I can only speak from my time here um, they've backed everything we're attempting to do they continue to do so and when they see a team given everything and I think they saw um, a, t- a top class side in Man City doing what they do but they saw a team given everything to take that game on to try and get something from the game to keep right away to the final whistle the energy the commitment to the cause I thought was really obvious and really apparent um, you don't get a win but the performance is there for the fans to grip hold of you know and I think they've we want to give them that. We want to give them that. We want to give them wins, of course. We want to give them a team that can, that can give everything. And I thought that was on show. You know, just against the top-class opposition who have, have proved that all season, um, a tough ask. But the, the mentality was firm, and the mentality of the fans was firm. And we going need that over the next two games as well. They've been there, since I've been here, they've been there every week for us. Good, bad, indifferent, home and away. We've got to continue that connection because it's important to us
2: this point of the season, there's, there's still a lot to play for for yourself, but you're obviously, you know, patching <clears> players up. You're, you're still checking on the fitness of some. How does that make it more difficult for you and your coaching team to, to plan for a game?
0: Yeah, of course. But, you know, the, the the squad's an imbalanced squad. We knew that when we got here. You know, they're, they're skinny in places. You know, there's a risk and reward of that. That's the way it goes. Um, there's never any crying in excuses from me. I think we've still got a strong group of players here, whoever plays. Um, the mentality's got to be firm. And I think there's a respect within the group, whoever plays, to take on the, the challenge right in front of us. Um, we try and reaffirm to the players about that. We have done through the challenge that have been here with injury, with suspension. Um, it's a squad mentality, and that's what we've been searching for. And we'll continue to search for that until we get it over the line.
2: Can you just check on Tom Davis? I don't know if you, you mentioned that before.
0: Yeah, he's had he's an had injury as well, so we're missing him. Um, unlikely, I think, to figure this weekend. Um, so we'll wait and see on that. But it's a, a hamstring, sort of tendon injury. So he's un, highly unlikely to figure, uh, feature this weekend. Sorry.
2: And finally, obviously, Seamus can't play in the final two games. But is his role as a captain still there, you know, in the changing room in training around Finch Farm?
0: Yeah, I think the... The way that he is around the group, the way that he is around the professional side of what he does, I think just rubs off on others. You know, I think Pato was already talking about the way he's been speaking with him and his further development as a player. He's a fantastic pro. It's as simple as that. You know, you can dress it up, dress it down, but he's, the way he conducts himself is immaculately. Good
1: luck. Thank, Thank you. Julia. We'll go to Carl at the press association. Hey, Sean. Hi. Um, I know you sort of dismissed the idea of. Uh, putting pressure on, on clubs by playing first as, as a fictionalist quirk but is there any cyclic, or what is a psychological advantage if there is any of of being out of the bottom three you, st- you, st- you know you lost last weekend you stayed out of the bottom three
0: yeah I didn't dismiss it I was just suggesting that uh, the, the format is what it is you know the powers that be decide it you have to play regardless of what the challenge is so I've always looked at it that way from my point of view. So therefore, I can't change the goalposts from someone else's point of view. But from my point of view, whenever the game is it's about taking it on, you know, and I think we've just stayed very clear-minded, trying to take away the layers of noise around our group to make sure we're focused on the games. So that's all we look to do.
1: Um, others can do with it however they wish. So, so being above that line for longer, does, you're saying that that doesn't really come into.
0: No, no. What, what I'm, I'm saying is then. that I don't stare at the league. You know, I stare at the performances. I stare at the group. I stare at the prep. I stare at the strategy. I, you know, I stare at all these things. The tactics—that's the things I'm obsessing with. It's not about the league table at this stage. I've said it for weeks. You know, the, the one at the end of the season is the most important. Of course, we all debate it. and We all look at it during the season. Of course, we do. But the one at the end of the season—that's the
2: most important. That's the one we're looking to be above the line on.